have you ever, have you ever played a like GTA Lost in Dam? It's about a it's about a, a motorcycle club. Like it's the story is really nice, and from there, I I kind of learned from uh, MCs. Yeah. And that kind of like whenever it, Leanne told me about you, I was like, oh damn, I need a I need to interview him, you know, because. Oh, yeah. I'm 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 a little bit into MCs too. So um That's cool, yeah. but yeah man. I, I recommend that game if you ever like grab the controller again. I'm so. definitely I'm definitely gonna have to check that one out for sure. Alright, for sure. So alright, so I was gonna ask you, how do you describe your life as an MC member? Um so it's 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 busy. It's uh would probably be the best way to describe it. Um it's constantly uh constantly changing like this. You don't know what you're doing on any given day. Um, you know, like, you know, you, you have your everyday life, you have your, 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 you go to work, you have your kids and you, know, you have a family, you have, you have all that stuff, but, yeah. uh, just day to day, uh, you, you might just, you know, get a random call and Hey, Hey, uh, we're going for a ride or Hey, uh, we're going to meet up at so-and-so's house and go and barbecue, you know, so it's stuff like that. It's just very, uh, um, yeah, busy, honestly. It's, it's just oh. super active. So did he get to the point where like all the other members, like started like did you see them as family now since you're like it's, you, it's that's pretty much that's pretty much honestly the goal when you when you join a motorcycle club is uh is it's your everybody joins the club for their own different reasons for when it came to me it was it was always about brotherhood it was always that uh like i'm not i'm not super super close to my family um yeah. but th- these are the family you get to choose this these are the brothers that you know you get to go and and uh choose to be a part of your family um, yeah. So it pretty much is one big extended family. Yeah, that's the best way to describe it. That's the best way to describe it. And uh, so, like, what kind of like, what, what kind of made you start riding? Like, oh, so I've, I've been riding motorcycles, uh, dirt bikes since I was seven years old. Yeah. And then, uh, then I got on street bikes. I actually, started out with sport bikes uh, back when I was thirteen. Um, and it's ever since then, you couldn't get me off the damn things. Um, my, my dad, my dad always rode. My dad had a bike when I was little. My, uh, my older brother, Jeremy, um, he's also involved in like a motorcycle, the motorcycle club culture. Um, but he, he went and, uh, he was riding pretty much my entire life. Uh, so when it came to, to bikes, man, I was just, I was raised around them. It's just every, every time I seen one, I was, just, uh, that's what I wanted to do. And I always told my friends when I was growing up. Like, hey, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a biker. And they, you know, they always thought I was lying, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, you showed them, you proved yeah, them wrong. I proved them wrong. Yeah, as man, as I that's, got them. yeah, that's that's cool. You know what? I whenever I used to live back in my old place, me and mm-hmm. my friends, we used to hang out, and we used to grab our bicycles and we used to put water bottles in the back wheels, so they sounded like bikes. Yeah. So the, we used the, to, the, 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 the. yeah, it sounded like a bike. So me and my friends, we used to like roll around in the bikes, you know. Just pretending we were MCs and stuff. It, it was the coolest thing ever. It's just, dude, dude, that's that's I'm, pretty much that's pretty much everybody's start, man. Every every yeah. kid that ever dreams to be a biker, man. This yeah. they all start with cards in the spokes or or a water bottle. Yeah, but okay. And then, so whenever when I was little, I haven't seen bikers that much uh, now. But when I was little, I used to see them a lot, yeah. and I noticed they had like they have like almost like their own dress code. Do you have a dress code? Yeah, yeah, it's this uh, with with our club. We do have a dress code. It's uh, we we keep ourselves very clean and presentable, um, all the way from our shoes shoes up. You know, it's just we're very uh, uh it's it's got a lot of uh Chicano uh, heritage that comes with the normal territory, and so uh, 
we go and we're wearing mock toe boots. It's, it's a Chicano style. And then Levi 501s with the cuff and the pants. And then usually freaking this if we're not wearing bro t-shirts, we're wearing you know pro clubs and stuff. It's it's got a very uh Chicano fashion to it. So yeah, it's, it's got Cali culture. One thing I, I one thing I noticed is uh the the leather jackets. I really like those. I really do like those. Like the ones with without sleeves. Yeah, like I yeah. see those and I'm like, damn, that, yeah. that looks cool, you know? And uh let's see. So so I I heard that you travel a lot. What's like the best experience for you since you're in the MC? Uh, honestly, my my uh, we we do travel a lot. We we hit a lot of the other states. So, uh, visit brothers from other states. Um, probably honestly, I think the best for the ride was Utah. Utah was was a blast. Um, oh, yeah. You, yeah, going all the way from here, uh, going up through through Colorado and then into Utah and then going through through those uh. Big. I like I like turns. You know, I like twisty roads. You can go on, <laughs> go and ride those. It's real, real fun. As far as actual like trip goes, Rosarito, Rosarito by far. Uh, when we went down to Mexico, that was just, that's yeah. just a fun trip. You get to see a lot of the brothers from from, uh, from out of the country that aren't able to, to easily get into the U.S. It's, it's easier for them to, to go to that run. Yeah, so it's just cool to meet those brothers. Like and and also also too like. I was gonna ask you, what was your worst like experience writing? Like, for example, like if you were writing and then the weather just kind of messed it up and it was hard for you to like handle it, to handle the the, the motorcycle. Do you uh, remember any experience like that? Oh man, one time when I was coming back from uh, from Pueblo, Colorado. When I was leaving to Pueblo, Colorado, it was yeah. in the middle. Of, it was the middle of January. It freaking it snowed on me the whole entire way up there, and that was that was pretty bad. On the way back down though. It snowed so bad that I couldn't see three feet in front of my bike, and uh, so I ended up. I ended up finally going. I followed the taillights of a semi off uh, into a little town. There's was this little little gas stop in between uh, here in Santa Fe, now uh, in mm-hmm. Santa Fe. And I went. And, uh, I had to go and follow a semi off the road because I didn't even know where the exit was. Nothing. And I went. He happened to get off, so I got off with him, and I ended up having to leave my bike out there just because uh, it was snowing so bad. Uh, that was probably probably the worst. I see. Yeah, it gets kind of rough, man. Like, and then also too, since since you you're like a member, did you learn the like how to fix an engine of a bicycle and stuff, like a, uh, a motorcycle? That's that's more of a it comes with time. Uh, it's not necessarily like requirements to to be in a club or, or to be a member. It's more of a like since I was raised around it, I always worked on my own stuff because like you know it's freaking when you're when you're raised and you don't have a whole lot of money, you're not gonna go in uh you know, be able to pay a mechanic to go and, and fix your stuff when you break it. So I learned how to work on my own stuff so that I would be able to go and fix it and not have to pay a mechanic. So I've, I've been I've been working on bikes since I was freaking 13 years old, fixing my own stuff on a, when I wreck. Yeah, all right. Did you, do you like uh, what's it called, uh, dirt riding too? I used to, man. I used to, I used to love dirt bikes. Um, yeah. it, it, for me, it was just the, the feeling of being on two wheels. Man, dirt is uh, way less forgiving. Uh, when, yeah. when you wreck on dirt, oh man, <laughs> you're 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 gonna feel it. Um, like I have a wreck. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, you're. you're I, for me, I've I've had friends break collarbones and stuff. Yeah, I never wrecked too too bad on dirt. Uh, enough to pretty much knock the wind out of myself and stuff. Yeah, but um, I've had, I've had far worse accidents on on the road though. Oh uh, man. Yeah, yeah, I've been, that, I've been in twenty five. So. 
that that kind of reminded me whenever whenever I used to ride my bike a lot like my bicycle uh I used to ride in a lot of dirt and I used to always like drift and I messed up my knees really bad like both my knees were scra uh, scraped like they were always bleeding and stuff but you know it was the the free feeling you get from riding a bike and so and then this next question I was going to ask you what's the difference from driving a car from driving a a, a motorcycle what's like what's the Honestly, noticeable the 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 main well the main difference you know your two wheels four wheels like you're you're where you're, you're a lot more uh out in the open you're very vulnerable when you're on a bike um yeah. you're you know you're you definitely have a safety the safety differences are, are clear you know there's, there's big differences in that but as far as this actual like uh like being on the road it's, it's pretty much the same thing it's uh you know it's if you, uh, I'd, like if you're going in uh like if you're riding down the road and stuff, you're gonna go in and pick the left side of the lane. It's almost gonna be like you're driving a car. You're gonna stay on that left side of the lane just to go and uh, and uh, make sure you stay visible. Just like if you were in the car mirror, you want you kind of want to stay visible to the traffic. Uh, so it's pretty much like 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 that. Um, it's it's similar to that as far as like just uh, making sure that that the traffic around you can see you. Just like if you don't like drive in people's blind spots, it's the same thing. Um, but no, it's it's honestly it's. It's if, if you have you ever driven a standard car, like a, like a standard. Yeah, yeah, a standard car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty much the same same exact thing. You're gonna shift the car. You're gonna you're gonna push a clutch, but instead of pushing a pedal, you're gonna be uh pulling uh you know pulling the lever on the handlebars, and then you're gonna go and uh you're gonna shift your gear with your foot instead of with your hand. But it's, okay. it's pretty much just like a, like a standard like a standard car. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then what's what's you know, I know you said you you started uh, since young. You know, like starting liking motorcycles and stuff. But what inspired you to actually start liking, you know, motorcycles and stuff? Like, what, who, or like, what inspired you? Evil Knievel. Evil Knievel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's actually that's actually what my name means. Uh, my rider ride name is Ek, and it stands for Evil Knievel. Oh damn! Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay, it's, that's it's, that's was, that's interesting. Yeah, that's, he was, that's he was cool. A, he was a he was a madman, man. He was just oh, yeah. he he was he was one of those guys. And I always like if if you look up old quotes of Evil Knievel, and I recommend it. Um, it just blows my mind. Like this guy lived with no fear. He just he lived and and rode how he wanted to, and no matter how many people told him it was dangerous or whatever, he just did it. Yeah, and even his son too. Oh yeah, guys. Oh yeah, they're 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 yeah. well known in the industry. You say evil Knievel, people know exactly who you're talking about. Oh yeah, for sure. I I I just think whenever you say evil Knievel, I think of the man who broke the most bones. Oh yeah, no, because he has that record. Oh yeah, every bone in his damn body like twice. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever broken uh, broken a bone? Ah uh, yeah, but I actually have. I have my uh, left foot crushed. Uh, I got sideswiped by a car, and I put my foot through my uh, clutch cover. And oh, so it ended up, uh, I had 12 fractures on my foot, three dislocated toes. Um, I've broken pinkies and stuff, trying to catch myself yeah. on landing and stuff. And I have my hands and shit and stuff like that. Man, how, how does it feel to have a broken bone? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't not know. Fun. Not no. fun, man. No, honestly, yeah. with the, honestly the, breaking my foot was probably the worst pain I've ever felt in my life um, by far. It was a... That was that was a wake up experience. You, you definitely realize like how much you use something when you can't. Um, so when I broke my foot, that's when I realized like how much I actually use my foot. 
Yeah. Um, you just kind of yeah, you can't, can't use it, so you just. Yeah, you're like, damn, like, I didn't even know I really used it this much. And now, <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm stuck over here with my leg up in a sling and I can't even put it down. Like, yeah. yeah so, back on Evil like, did you ever consider uh, doing stunts? Like, I or did. like, whenever you were young? I did. Did you ever do stunts? Yeah. Yeah, back, okay, so back when I, uh, when I first started, so the name, the name E Cake, you know, I ended up uh, coming to me uh, when I started out on sport bikes. I was probably like 15 or 16 years old. And, uh, and my, like the only thing my dad gave me when I, when I went and got my bike was this bright American flag jacket mm-hmm. and it had stars and stripes all over it. And so I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I was like, I got a bike, I got some leather. So I bought a helmet to match. And it was this, it was a shark helmet. It fucked, but it was a, a shark as a brand, but it was a, it was yeah. a full face helmet with two screaming Eagles on the side, just red, white, and blue from front to back. The thing was, the thing was dope. Yeah. But, um, so I went and I used to ride around with that, and everybody would call me Captain America, and he would call me <laughs> and Uncle Sam, everything. They just because how bright it was. Yeah. Then I then I wrecked, and I, on this wrecked bike, that's when one of my buddies went and taught me how to do wheelies. And so I was on this wrecked bike doing popping wheelies in this bright American flag jacket and helmet, and they're like you're freaking EK, like you're you're evil Knievel over here, because I, I would I was just when it came to bikes. I lived with no fear. Like if once I'm on a bike, that's like my comfort zone. Like, so yeah, no, I, I learned how to do wheelies. I learned how to do stoppies. I wanted to get more into, into doing like stunts, like Evil Knievel, like jump, let's go yeah. jump some buses. Um, <laughs> never, never got that far, <laughs> but, but on a bike, but, it's definitely my comfort zone. Yeah, don't don't let anything stop you, man. I mean, if you're yeah. still young and you still got the body, I mean, I say try it. You know, because. I'm feeling now, man. After I've been in, I've been in 25 motorcycle accidents now, and my body's starting to feel it now. It's just, I'm not even that old, but man, look at my body feels old. <laughs> so I can only imagine how evil Knievel felt. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> this guy broke so many bones, though. Oh, yeah, man. but but hey, yeah, that's 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 cool, man. I mean, I I never really started. I mean. I did get into a little bit into bikes, but you know, there's a lot of accidents, so you, you really gotta be like, uh, experience with riding bikes. Yes. So, so I, like, and so how do you describe your first, uh, like, what was your first uh, accident in a bike? So my very first accident on a bike was in uh, Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Um, I had moved out there for a little while, and uh, when I was out there, it's I just, I I rode for the majority of the time that I've ridden. Like I'd ride by myself. Like I just like being free. I don't like having to go in and worry about other people. So I'd ride by myself. And uh, I was going down this little two lane road over there in Oklahoma City. And uh, the person in front of me thought she was about to go and run a stop sign in front of a cop. And so she slammed on her brakes in front of me. I went. And I locked up my my back tire. And I'm sliding to the side and sliding sideways. I'm I'm looking to my right, and there's a ditch to my right, and there's traffic on my left. And that ditch looked a lot deeper than the traffic, so I rolled onto my backpack, and then I put all the pressure onto my shoulder blades and my shoes, and I freaking frick clipped the car off my shoulder and flung around it into the intersection. The cops seen it and frick pulled out, and when he jumped out and he's like, "Hey man, a truck going the opposite direction, missed your head by this much," and and I was like, "Oh crap!" I was like, "Yeah," I was like, "Well, let me grab my bike." I should have <laughs> walked back to the back of the car, and the bike had flipped up and it went to the back of the car and completely messed that car up. But Damn. amazingly, I came out with just a, just a little bit of road rash, road rash on the back of my arms, and that was it. Like I, just, I was fine. Yeah, I mean, it gets to the point where sometimes, I mean, I'm, I'm betting that now that you had so many accidents, it's like 
you're almost like fearless at the point, right? Yeah. Or no? Yeah, yeah, no, it definitely is. Like you've been when you've been in through enough scenarios, your mind knows how to react to that scenario when you're put in it again. So when you've been in enough accidents, you become a very skilled rider because uh, it's like it's just like anything. It's like NASCAR drivers. Like they they wreck enough to know exactly how they're gonna go and react to it. Um, so just like that, it's like I can go and I can go through certain situations, and my mind doesn't think twice; it just reacts because it already knows what's gonna happen next. Yeah, you're like already ready mentally. Yep. Mentally, and uh, like uh, and then another thing: Do you guys race? Is that a thing or no? Yeah, yeah, no. There's this, uh, there's a lot of brothers that go and they, they drag race. Uh, they're Harleys. They have them all souped up. They'll take them out to the tracks. Uh, they'll race them. Um, Harleys, Harleys. When it comes to the racing, is a, is a little bit uh, it's it's a little bit slimmer. It's sports bikes definitely uh, take the cake when it comes to top speed. Um. But it's not. I, I used to when I back when I had a sport bike, I used to race a lot. But I, I had a Jixxer thousand, and mm-hmm. I was always racing that thing. And then for me, I like I like racing and actually taking turns. So like taking out to track days and actually yeah. go and actually get to lean into turns and race was a lot more fun for me. Uh, but you know, it's, it's definitely it's definitely there's a big race culture when it comes to when it comes to bikes. I think I think people like that adrenaline rush and that uh, uh, it's like pretty much like the closer you are to death. You know the the more alive you feel. Yeah, you yeah, know. that's true. Is that do you do you still feel that adrenaline or no? Uh, oh yeah, no. Every time I'm on my bike, uh, you, you still get those adrenaline adrenaline pumps. So, like once you stop feeling adrenaline, you should probably just stop doing it because honestly, like it's, oh, you'll yeah. you'll lose your edge if if you're not feeling uh, adrenaline when you get into situations. It's you're not reminding yourself that there's a there's a there's a a danger, a danger exactly a dangerous yeah. element to this. And once you yeah. stop, once you stop, you know, if you're not remembering there's danger in this, then you're going to get careless and you're going to end up really messing yourself yeah. up. No, that's not, true. That's... Yeah, cars cut you off all the time and your adrenaline starts pumping or, you know, it's your back tire will lock up and kind of slide and you kind of get the, that little pump in your chest. And you're like, all right, yep, I'm still alive. Let's go. <laughs> keep going. Just keep going. Yep. Yeah. That's cool, man. And what's... From all the states you've been into, what's the one with the with the best scenario? I mean, like the one that had like the most beautiful mountains, or like, I don't know how to explain it, but you know, uh, like the best, like kind of like the ride, like ride scene type thing. Yeah, like the ride scene. Yeah, exactly. Damn, I feel like so all the states I've been to, I think I think I most like Utah, but it's like every state like offers something different. Yeah, and it's it's it's. It's cool, and that's that's the awesome part about traveling and getting to see all these different brothers from all these different states and ride with them, mm-hmm. is because you get to see like what they do on the on their day to day basis. Like for for us, it's all city riding for Albuquerque. It's, yeah. it's pretty much your you go or, or we have like Hemis or the Crest South Fourteen. You know, we we have a lot of whitey roads here, um, like down there in, in uh, Rebelso stuff. So like, when you go to other states, you go to like Salt Lake, Salt Lake. You know, as you get to go and, and see kind of like there are different rides that they do, and it's real, real cool. I feel like the roads were the best when we went to Utah. That was that was my favorite ride by far. Um, Colorado, yeah. they got some rough roads, um, <laughs> but they got some they got some really good riders. Their their riders are, are top notch, you know, because they and they you know they ride it every day. They're riding on these roads and they're used to it. They know exactly where the potholes are and they can dodge them. Uh, but due to the snow, completely messes the roads up. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. New Mexico has some really good rides, honestly. New Mexico's it's it's always been home, and maybe it's a little bit biased, but it's like yeah, I, actually, my favorite ride. 
Oh, New Mexico is pretty nice too. Like, um, oh, whenever I've gone to trips, you know, yeah. you just see like the messes and you know just the deserts. It's oh yeah. And then the the big mountains we have here in Albuquerque. It's I mean I think it's probably like the best view in Albuquerque. So, oh yeah. The big mountains. So. And then, um, also now that the gas is going up, um, does do you do you have to pay for your own gas or where does yeah the, yeah yeah we, you have to pay we for pay for yeah we pay for our own gas. And uh, due to, I, I like to look at at, uh, at being a biker as a, as almost an addiction. Like we're we're addicted to being on, on two wheels. <laughs> we're addicted to riding. Like that is like our drug. Is like is <laughs> being able to go and ride. Like that gets that gets us going. You know. And so uh, due to our addiction, man, we we're show. Do we we put a lot of money to these bikes, man? We put a, put a lot of money to the gas tank for sure. Like I, I go and now now the gas prices have gone up. It's a, I paid five dollars a gallon. For because we use 91 octane. Um, if you use anything less, your bike just kind of runs a little rough. Um, but yeah, five dollars a gallon, we're putting 20 bucks in there every you know, every couple of days. So it's it's because we're riding around, we, we go and uh, we want to, you know, we want to ride around and actually go and see everything. And there's there's times I'll get off work and and I'll go ride loops around the city just to go and hit different different sides of the city and go and hit the roads and just kind of get my uh, get my my venting out for the day. That's that's like my therapy. Oh, okay that's that's interesting uh saying if you if uh you went to a trip how many times do you have to refill gas in a trip saying uh, from i don't know from here to another state just saying. So, so if you're going if you're going with a group uh like if you're, if you're riding in a big pack um you always go with the, your smallest tank is gonna go and, and uh dictate uh like how how far you can go before you gotta hit a gas stop um because mm-hmm. you know the bigger bikes you know they're gonna have five gallon gas tanks so you already know you're well going to get over, you know, 150 miles before you got to fill up. Uh, with some of these smaller tanks, if you got a sports during your group, you're going to be hitting gas stops frequently. You're going to be hitting them every every 50 miles. You're going to have uh, to hit a gas stop. So, uh, Yo, what's up, guys? My bad for the sudden interruption. Uh, this part of the clip kind of lagged out, so I had to take it out, edit it out. Uh, but I also want to explain why I haven't been doing, uh, I haven't been recording that much lately. And uh, that's because I had to get my uh, college grades up it's almost the end of the semester so i was trying to end it off with a good grade or at least a passing grade uh but i'm good now so i think we should be good and we should be back and uh i should be able to record one episode per week again and uh yeah other from that just wanted to let you guys know that i'm back and uh yeah enjoy the rest of the, uh, the episode hey, can you hear me yo hello yeah, yeah, my bad. It just kind of lagged out. Don't worry about it. I could, I could uh, edit that out. So uh, okay. if you could just repeat everything you said because it started lagging out, man, my bad. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. Yeah, no. Uh, so, like, if we if we have a if, – if it's a big – if it's just nothing but big bikes, it's uh, mm-hmm. we definitely get a lot more mileage out of them. Uh, we'll usually go about 150 miles before we got to fill up. Um, if we got smaller bikes in the group, you know, it might just be right after 100 miles. Like, you might have to go and hit a gas stop. If there's a sports in the group, it's like 50 miles. So just pretty much tell them, hey, go and throw your bike on the trailer, get in the truck, and follow us because we're not trying to go and stop every 50 miles for gas. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. And then I was going to ask you, do you how many how many bikes do you like own? Personally? Uh, me personally, I just have one. I just have my uh, my, my my night train. Yeah, this is the first Harley I've ever bought, and. Uh, I mean, this bike has been through a lot, so it's got it's got a lot of sentimental value. Yeah. Um, I put I put a lot of miles on that bike. Have you ever considered collecting, like bikes? I have. 
Oh yeah, yeah no, that's that's one day that's my goal. Um, I want I want to be able to be financially stable enough to just I just want to go and have one of each different style of bike when it comes to when it comes to Harley's. I want a soft tail, a road glide. You know, I want all the different styles of Harley's they have. Uh, just to be able to ride them, honestly, is it's cool going and being able to ride just different bikes and just because they each have you know it's good you know they have pros and cons when it comes to bikes you know so yeah. it's like my bike my bike is is nice and skinny to where it can go and it, it can hit corners pretty well it's, it sits pretty high up but it's got a really small front tire so it t- it cuts uh catches tar grooves in the road it's like the oh, repair okay. the repair tar grooves it goes and catches those with my tire because my tire's skinny so you mm-hmm. go and you get like a fat boy you don't have that issue you know but you're you're a lot a lot heavier you know so it's gonna, it's yeah. gonna change your turning but i know I, i'd like to collect one day collect and be yeah that that's that's good man i mean and then what's your like do you have a, a dream bike or no oh snap um there for a long time i wanted to break out but i'm not I'm not so sure about breakouts anymore right now i'm kind of looking at uh at a uh, snap what is it called now my mind just went blank uh road king oh, road, road, road king. king yeah road king okay Road Kings just have yeah. that. that I, I wish I knew a little classic. bit more about bikes. It's almost like, okay, so if you have you ever seen that movie, the, uh, the show The Mayans? No. It's, they're all on Road Kings. There's It's like a very cholo bike. Like This just has like an old, like a low rider cholo style to it. It's, it's like big, you throw big apes on them and yeah. it, they just look gangster. Can you, can you describe them a little bit more? Like, because what I imagine is like a bike with uh, with the high handle. I don't know if I'm accurate, but like if you could describe the bike. Yeah. Uh, so eight pingers, your your arms are, are up in the air and uh like pretty much like if your your arms are hanging above you, above your head, mm-hmm. and then your your legs are stretched out, like you're just pretty much just like stretched out on the bike. Um with, with your arms above your head, pretty much like having like real long bars going going upward on for your handlebars instead of them being right in front of you. You're you're mm-hmm. just you're they look like a mad, like a mad monkey. It's like yeah. an ape, like an ape. <laughs> ape hangers. <laughs> yep, ape hangers. Eh? That's an accurate name. That's an yeah. Name. But yeah, um, but yeah, man, that's that's hey, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's I I consider that um awesome that you're like basically living your dream. You know, like you oh, saw yeah. it once as a kid, and now you're doing it like as an adult. It must be like one of the greatest feelings. I mean, honestly, it is. It is a. It's, it's a. It's a cool feeling to just go and. Um, honestly, just, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, you're doing what I what I thought I was gonna be doing. All it's, right. It's, it's when everybody's thinking about jobs and stuff. I want to grow up and, and be a, be a cop or I want to be a firefighter. I want to be. I was like, I want to be a biker. Like, I just yeah. want bikes. I want to travel the world. Mm-hmm. You know, on bikes. And so far, that's what I've been doing. That's good, man. Okay, and just to finish it off, man. Um, what would be one thing? you would tell younger people about their dreams like about their dreams honestly see your dream visualize your dream and go for that dream don't let anybody go and tell you you know that your dream is stupid or that, that you can't do it it's, it's everybody's always going to know go and they say everything you have to you know you want to do and there's always going to be a reason not to do something you want to do don't get trapped in your own head and think that you can't do it just go and just go for it Oh, for sure, man. That's the, that's the best, man. I mean, there's always gonna be something that's gonna try to stop you, but you shouldn't. You know, you shouldn't really stop. You should always try to follow your dream and, you know, give it your best. Manifest it. You know, just follow whatever you want to do, and you know, just see how it goes. You know, it's just life. 
The so. thing we always tell the prospects, anybody prospective members that we going to bring towards the club, mm-hmm. we always tell them there's always going to be a million reasons not to do this. You got to find your one reason why you want to do this, and you got to remind yourself of that constantly. Because it's man, I could go and say, hey, like this is dangerous, or hey, this like, I shouldn't do this because this, that, or the other. Mm-hmm. You it's remind yourself of that one reason why you are here. And for Basically, me, it was, it was your goal. Yep. Yeah, yep. you keep you keep your eye on that goal, and and don't let anything step in your way. If it steps in your way, you knock it back out of your way. All right, man. That's that's the best the best the best way to put it, man. But other from that, um, we did a good thirty minutes. I think I'm gonna end it off there. Um, thank you, bro, for uh, being here. And honestly, a lot of my friends were uh, waiting for this for this episode. Honestly, like I told oh, a lot of people about it, and they were all kind of excited. So uh, it's gonna Is be. It, good. So do you have a podcast channel or something so I can go and? Uh, oh yeah, for sure. Uh, so what what I do is I uh, usually clean everything and then once it's done i post it once it's done i'll send you the link and uh, i'll promote it on my instagram so and uh oh, yeah. yeah and um uh, but other from that yeah man thank you thank you for passing by and uh other from that yeah uh i guess we'll leave it there man thank you Ike. Def- definitely thank you thank you All right. peace All out right. everybody stay tuned for next episode peace